0: Hi, and welcome to the Young Family Small Business Podcast, the show that deep dives into conversations with experts in small business, raising a young family, or are shining examples of mastery in both. My name is Ben Walker, and I'm the founder of Inspire, Life-Changing Accountants, and the host of this podcast. This episode is sponsored by Inspire, Life-Changing Accountants. We've worked with thousands of business owners since we started in 2013, and we're best known for saving our client base a title of $17 million in tax and counting. For every dollar of tax we proactively save a small business, Inspire donates a day worth of access to life-changing food, water, health, or sanitation services to a family in need. If you're interested in speaking with an accountant to see how we could help your business, head to Inspire.business/Chat. G'day and welcome back to the Young Family Small Business Podcast. Uh, it has been a while since we've released some episodes, but we've got a good few in store for everyone now. My next guest is uh, one of our inspired team members uh, called Gulshan Gupta. And Gulshan started uh, at the firm in 2018 as a bookkeeping intern. So he was working a couple of days a week while he was still finishing his, um, his uh, uni degree or his major in um, commerce uh, in accounting uh, or his master's, sorry. Uh, and fast forward three years and he's now a senior manager uh, and part of the sales team and a mentor to our wider team. And uh, in terms of some, some cool things, so uh, Gushan recently uh, got an award as, the, uh, as a finalist in the Property Specialist of the Year 2022 in the Australian Accounting Awards, which is pretty cool. And uh, you know what's interesting about Gushan is he's been one of the, um, the fastest uh, learning uh, accountants that we've um, had at Inspire. So it's really cool to see his journey, not only in uh, the care he has for his clients and what he does, but also how quickly he's done that and achieve some of the things he's done. Um, so some of the things we share, uh, particularly around his journey, um, you know, moving from India uh, to um, Australia and what that sort of meant for him as a person and how that's developed him uh, and also really dig into some uh, client success stories. So things around some of the key points we take out of that is the power of clients getting the right team around them, uh, how Gushan helped uh, to halve a client's tax debt um, and help them through some really tough times there. Um, and also helping a client buy uh, two properties before the market lifted over the last few years and, and how that sort of changed their position for a young family. And also how becoming interested in property as a student um, ended up with Kushan getting that finalist award for property specialist of the year. So it's a pretty cool interview. Um, Gulshan's, uh, you know, you can sort of sense that care and love he's got for clients in in what we discussed and um, yeah, he's a, a great team member at Inspire. So hope you enjoy the uh, interview and uh, yeah, let us know the feedback. Um, thank you. G'day Gilshan, how
1: you going? Hey Ben, yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's been a good day today. So yeah, we've been relaxing a bit. Yeah, and excited for today. <laughs> Fantastic. And
0: thanks for joining me on the podcast, mate. Yeah, it's been good to actually interview our, I think you're the first team member I've interviewed so far.
1: Oh, Really? That's good. (laughs) No pressure at all. Uh, I'm actually excited because it's my first podcast recording as well. So good to do it and, you know, uh, see how we go. Yeah, very good. All righty.
0: Well, hey, the first question on the podcast, regardless of the guest, is um, tell me a bit about your
1: family. Awesome. Well, um, our family has been growing uh, a a little bit uh, recently. So uh, good news there. But I've got my partner. uh, Her name's Cecil. We've got a baby boy, Rayanch. He's now one and a half year old. And we've got another one coming on the way, which is which is really exciting. We've got my parents. Um, they're in India at the moment. They live in India. We might plan to bring, bring them out here in Australia in the future. Uh, and then I've got my sisters living in New Zealand, um, both of them. Uh, one of them recently got married, uh, for which I took a one big uh, vacation um and yeah it was it was really nice, good to see the family growing, yeah no,
0: very cool and, and tell us a bit about your journey of um moving to australia
1: yeah it was it was a bit of interesting one actually when I was in Australia, I had already done my bachelor's of in commerce, and then after that, I kind of joined my family with business, which is what a lot of uh, (laughs) guys do back home is, you know, they, they join, um, the family business and really quickly kind of noticed that it wasn't for me, or I wasn't really getting too excited with that. Uh, and I did that for about two years, you know, wasn't really happy or fulfilled doing that. So I spoke to my dad and like, I want to do something else. He was really supportive. And then because my, um, Sisters and I have my uncle living here in Australia as well. They had already kind of given me a picture of how Australia was like and stuff. So I thought about you know exploring Australia and then moved here uh, for visa purposes. I had to um, obviously study for a bit. I moved here on a student visa, then studied my Master of Commerce here in Australia in Brisbane, uh, University of Queensland, and then uh, yeah, it was it was really nice. and that kind of made me move to australia um you know um and after that i really enjoyed my time here and then decided to stay so and here we are yeah cool and i think we'll um we'll
0: dig more into that journey of what, what happened when you got here
1: Absolutely. um
0: so, yeah and, and in terms of um you know your your family you've got a, a young uh baby at the moment or a yeah. more than a baby, but uh Actually, a bit of a fun fact, Um, Gushan's baby Rayanch was born three days, I think. Three days, yeah. Yeah, Apart from um, my own son, Ezra, and uh, I think we were about three hospital rooms away as well.
1: Is that right? Yeah, it was exciting that, uh, yeah, I was going to say that we were actually uh, sharing the hospital, but also like three rooms apart, as you said, Ben, and definitely... um, A great experience having someone else go through the same thing while you're going through it, and Ben's obviously the more experienced one. But yeah, uh, it was it was exciting, and
0: yeah, there you go. And with with your family, so um, says the Rayanch. What are the sort of things you like to do together uh, to spend time together?
1: Yeah, so when it um, (laughs) fun story when it actually um, Rayanch was born, uh, we really prepared really well up till the pregnancy. But then we didn't know anything after like what to do. Uh, once Rayanch was home, we were like, all right, he's here. What do we do with him now? Uh, but then uh, we kind of eventually learned our way and, you know, um, learned what he likes. And um, with Seizel, it's it's always been, we share a really intimate, close relationship in terms of, you know, um, sharing whatever we feel like every day after work and stuff. But it really changed after Rehansh was born and he came in the picture. So nowadays, uh, once, you know, work finishes, it's really about how can we kind of spend some quality time together and not let us like me and Cecil uh, drift away into that parenthood kind of thing, but also embracing, um, you know, what our new life is like now um so we try to i try to go home and first thing is i have to so this is a, a duty that i've been given i have to take oh. reyansh out um you know for like a walk or a, or something some activities so that he can sleep well so he he can use that energy uh, that he has so much of and then we come back he's a bit tired then we have our dinner I've really embraced the Australian lifestyle. We've started having dinners early. <laughs> it's it's not it's not something that you do um back in India. Like back in India, you have dinners really late, like um, eight or nine p.m. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But here we've started having dinner early, so we have our dinner um as a family together, and then Sezel puts uh, goes and puts Rianch to sleep, and then. Yeah, that's uh, after that we again spend some time together. Sometimes, like if we have someone taking care of Ranj, we go out, um, have a bit of a feed, uh, or we just like to chill out after that. That's usually our routine on the weekdays. But weekends, uh, we try to make it fun. Go out, you know, have um, maybe to a park, or we like going to the markets. See, see when there sometimes. So yeah, it's it's good. Very cool. Okay. Well, um,
0: maybe we'll shift gears into your career journey um, Mm. uh, now. So we'll talk about, I guess, even from when you left school and went into the family business, but right up until uh, Inspire, then we'll get stuck into that a bit later. Yeah. So, so yeah, what what was the family business? And did you go straight from school into that?
1: Yeah. So, after I finished my uni, um, I think it was back in 2013, I went straight. My father was actually priming me for it uh, since I had finished my high school, that you know uh, this is something that you have to kind of take forward and uh, you know grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, after after I finished, my uni it was like a natural step for me to go in that direction, and yeah, joined straight after uh, my actually uh, my father actually runs a coal coal trading business, so uh, he imports coal from all around the world and sells it in India. It's a good business uh still, it still is running, and you know there's there's no problem with it it uh, I just realized once I entered it it was I just wanted some something else or something more probably mm. um, and but it taught me a lot having that business mindset obviously helps quite a lot with uh the space that I'm in now mm. um and yes, I think as I said, I did that for about two years. And that's when uh, you know we decided that I want to do something else, and decided to move to Australia. Mm. With with the business, I've traveled uh, quite a lot. So obviously, as I said, like um, we imported coal from uh, all around the world, but also in like different parts of India. Mm. So I've traveled around um, northeastern parts of India with that and learned so much. You know, we used to go to all these mines. um, you had had to travel through jungles and stuff like that uh, to reach the mine it was It was really cool. It was uh, good two years of my life
0: yeah very very cool to hear and I think um you know, this is probably a compliment to you, but what I've noticed about your approach with accounting is that one of the hardest skills to teach is the commercial side of it so and and almost like how we translate the theory of accounting into practically how a business owner operates and and one thing i've noticed about your 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 approach is that you're very quick to pick up on those concepts so uh, mm. you know, we might have some sort of tax issue or a business might have a cash flow thing but your your ability to understand that and how that works quite quickly has you know blown me away and it's um yeah i feel like apart from sort of soft skills which is one of the other things we don't get taught in uni um <laughs> that's also one of the things we don't get taught very well um mm. a commercial approach which I feel like in a way you can kind of only get from experience or, or being in that. So
1: Yeah. Um, and mm. and I think um I have to give credit where it's due, right? Um yeah, it's it's all credits to my father with that. So mm. um even growing up as a young child, he always used to expose us to like different, how do put it, facets of of his business and you know, what he does day to day. So it's it's always been very close to me, very natural to me uh to understand that and Thanks Ben for putting that um putting it in that way is and that's kind of why I can help uh, you know our business clients i would say well <laughs> uh, but it depends uh, uh, i would say well because i can actually relate to them mm. on uh, what decisions they're making day to day how do they translate to an accounting sense but also from a business standpoint so yeah definitely has made a massive difference and it's made uh, my life simpler, um, you know, I can uh, help clients more uh, empathetically, mm. I think, in that respect. Oh,
0: very good. And before we start talking about the Australian stuff, what um, what would the listeners be interested to find out that you did with your scholarship
1: back in the day? Uh, my scholarship? Yeah, I think it was the, um,
0: the sport you used to play.
1: Oh, right. So, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> something that um you know uh not a lot of people know about me uh is i used to play tennis uh back in india as well and that was absolutely the best time of my life actually i used to uh, i tried to go pro and you know you, you, if anybody listening has ever played sport you can relate that when you're trying to go pro that's your life so you just want to do that and nothing else and that was me as well um i think it was after Year ten uh, was when I actually like starting train, started training like full, full on. You know, hired coaches and stuff like that. Did really well. Um, as I said, um, you know, it was uh, really good. Learned discipline. Learned uh, you know about my body, and then re- did really well in the Indian circuit. But <laughs> tennis is a really competitive sport. <laughs> uh, I realized that uh, I. Either had to, you know, keep doing what I was doing um, or think about what I need to do with my career. So um, eventually died down, but uh, it was, uh, I learned so much from that as well, kind of shaped me to the person I am today um and um got heaps of accolades uh with that in, in the indian- sp- uh, tennis space uh I still play uh sometime uh Ben has a tennis court now, so I can uh, go to his house and enjoy sometimes if he lets me <laughs> That's it um then actually
0: ran out uh our tennis uh, tournament at our last team oh, tra- our last team retreats which was kind of cool so he's um yeah he's got some tricks yeah. and, uh interestingly enough, the random pairing paired uh, Gushan and I up <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dear. There, there was a bit there of a bit of uh cheating there but <laughs> Ben Ben doesn't agree with it <laughs> <laughs> uh, very cool so so you came to
0: Australia uh, you were doing your masters of commerce um and then yeah tell us about you how you found Inspire and, and that journey and what stood out to you
1: yeah great um when I first moved to Australia uh, to do my master's, my, I had heard a lot of people not you know getting jobs, and it was it was a hard market to find jobs uh, for whatever reasons. So that was my like since the day I moved, that was my foremost kind of focus to get a job in my field, and I was always looking out for opportunities even when I was studying. so I was working part- time here and there, but I always wanted to work in accounting so I could translate. Uh, what I was learning day-to-day into uh, practice. Uh, So I think it was one year after um, the uni, one year in, I had started looking for internships everywhere. So I was applying for a lot of jobs, as everyone does when they're studying. And I was just applying for everything and anything that came across uh, me. But I just stumbled upon uh, Inspire's website during my uh, search, I, I think I just searched accountants in Brisbane or something. I was going through all websites and applying, but what stood out when I went to Inspire's website was how connected as accountants, well, I, I should say we we were uh, with with clients, family. Uh, you know, your family first philosophy, and how everything was portrayed on the website really uh, caught my eye. So I started reading into that a bit more. Um, I read the job description of uh, what an accountant should be like. And it was just so cool, fun, quirky, uh, but also serious, um, you know, in terms of the work, um, what sort of work is expected from an accountant. So I changed my approach a bit after that. I decided that I'll go all in. I stopped applying anywhere else and I just went for uh, this particular at the time i don't think you guys had any role advertised because you weren't actually uh, looking for people but mm-hmm. i just wanted to work with you because i found you so inspiring is the <laughs> word actually i was talking to everyone at that time when i uh, i told sazel that this is the place i want to work at it's so cool and i stopped applying everywhere else and i just went all in I started showing uh, at all uh, of Inspire's events, like a stalker, uh, you know, I was stalking uh, everyone. I emailed, I emailed the person in charge. And then when they got back to me, I was over the moon, uh, you know, like it was my first email back because all the stuff that I had been, I had been applying for, like we didn't get, I didn't get a really good response. Maybe it was the market back then or whatever. Well, when I got the response, um, I was really, really happy. Um, And then they said the same thing, that we don't have a role at the moment. But uh, just because I had been trying, you know, showing up to all your events and stuff. Uh, Ben, I met you at the book launch. I think it was the first time uh, when you were about to launch uh, Cashed Up. And it was really nice. It just kind of cemented my feelings that I just want to work here. Uh, Eventually, I got a role. It was a two day role to start with and i joined as a bookkeeper uh, so it was i think you were inspire was trying out bookkeeping for clients back then so you just created a role for me to uh, just to try me out and it all worked out I uh, started with two days while i was studying mm-hmm. and once I, once i finished my uni I think Inspire liked something in me, <laughs> and then they <laughs> offered me a full-time role, mm. which was uh, which was amazing. Uh, I'm sure Ben, like uh, I don't know if you remember, but I was so happy when I was offered that contract, mm. and it all kind of went uphill from there. Mm. No, very cool. And when when would that have been? 2018. So May of 2018 was when I started here, and I I felt really proud because I I had started. Um, like, as everybody does, as I said, like applying everywhere. Mm. But once my approach changed, you know, and my sole focus was inspire, uh, and I got it. So I was like, um, also telling all of my friends, hey, maybe it's our approach that we need to change. And then some people actually did it and found jobs. And I think I was also instrumental in that respect to a lot of my friends, which um, and they could see from my experience what worked for me. And then eventually they got in in the industry as well, which was great. So it was definitely a big move, a bold move, but uh, something uh, that I did and it all worked out in the end. And here we are.
0: Yeah, very cool. Only four years later. But, um, yeah. That seems like a lifetime given the um, experiences we've had and absolutely all the, all the bits and pieces. But um,
1: yeah, wow. Yeah. And just to point out, I think it was actually good that I joined as a bookkeeper because I learned so much doing doing that. I learned the basics, the real ground basics of accounting uh during that time. And I think it helps me to this day. Uh help me help my clients. You know, I can understand sometimes it's simple problems that clients face, right? That uh I don't know what's happening in this. And because I've done that in the past, it's it really helps me actually help them. Uh, And that comes from my father as well. He always used to say that if you know the basics of something, you can never be cheated or you can never be, uh, you know, taken for a ride, so Mm. to speak. So I think that helped um, that you offered me uh, that position, Ben, and uh, it's been nothing short of amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it has been.
1: Um, And so
0: along your journey, so, um, I feel like, and I was actually talking to Stevie about this this morning. And you know, I was interviewing you, but um, one of the things I kind of see is you're you're probably the fastest um, in terms of your growth of technical knowledge and um, the you know the number of clients you're working with now in in such a short amount of time um, that it's actually super impressive. But so so if we you were kind of just out of uni back in 2018, and um, and I think it was maybe early 2020 you started. Looking after your clients one on yep. one from that that point onwards, yeah, yeah. So you had basically zero clients when COVID kicked off, or just just on that turn of that year.
1: Yes, um, that's right.
0: And how many family groups are you looking after now?
1: I think um, it's around 50, 52 or something. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been uh, when when you do get time to sit and think about you know the journey, as you pointed out you know, in a short span of two years, it's really amazing. Um, you know, when you take stock, uh, cause day to day, like we forget, you know, we forget what we're doing. We forget what we've achieved, but yeah, to think of that, I'm actually helping 52 or 50 or 52 clients, family groups actually mm. increase their wealth and help their business grow their business. I'm humbled. Mm. Yep. Uh, pretty powerful and and what some of the
0: experiences or the the uh, biggest impact things that you've seen with clients like um what have you implemented and then what's the the result been for those clients
1: i think with what uh, change was needed um in the accounting industry was that you you're not just a number we actually care so bringing the care factor to the clients was uh, the first and foremost um i think uh, as as a firm we're like that but it, w- it always used to be, yeah, uh, for me as well. That you know, I really care about their business. It they're just not just a number for me. We we care about how they're doing personally. Uh, you know, they they've become my friends. Um, so some of the clients are our friends. And in terms of biggest impact is during COVID. Some of my clients were really struggling. Hey, like um, uh, they've seen some dark times and. Just to stick with with them during those times, and you know, implement some things around cash flow um, was a big one for some clients. Not everyone, obviously. Some clients grew uh, through COVID as well, which was nice. Uh, it, it's kind of like a balance. But the biggest impact during COVID was that uh, you know, standing like a rock with them, uh, supporting them through their business journey. Uh, we've seen so many businesses go under during COVID, and it's sad, but um, I'm proud of the fact that all of my clients, none of the business actually closed down, and everything, everybody kinda strived uh, through it and came out the other side, you know, stronger. Uh, and yeah, that that was, I think, really powerful, even for me personally, uh, being in that position where I could actually help and give valuable advice that actually helped keep their business going you know uh and that was uh, one impact but the other impact like every business um is different so do you want me to give you some examples
0: yeah so if you if you could sort of think of a client or, or two remember or i can go through a couple of different examples that um when they sort of started working with you to where they are now you've seen a massive transformation in maybe mindset or wealth or mm. um, you know the size of their business what they've done um uh, it'd be cool to sort of deconstruct. What are some of the decisions they made along that journey um, to to make that happen, from your perspective?
1: Yeah, while you were uh, talking, uh, one client actually jumps out uh, at me. You know, I've just seen massive, massive growth for them. Uh, they were they actually uh, were like a car dealership. Um, not 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 like a big one, but uh, just a small dealer on the side. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> e- e- eventually, <laughs> eventually um, uh, they went into property development. And I was talking to him the other day and he said the biggest impact that they felt or the most important decision that they did was have the right advisors by them. Mm. Um, and just to kind of deconstruct that, what they did was they had a big piece of land. They wanted to uh, subdivide and uh, sell it. We helped them through throughout the whole process um, yeah. and, and, you know, just um, guiding them through uh, different sorts of structures to do that, you know, factoring in everything. So estate planning, tax planning, saving taxes, all of that. And within, I think it's the third year now they've finished that development mm-hmm. and the wealth that they've created out of that is just amazing to see. And, and that client is a bit uh, uh, like he jokes around a lot. Uh, he, he says, I, I'm just a mechanic and stuff, but <laughs> he's um, he's yeah. just so humble. And um, uh, he's he's done so well through throughout his uh, development that he's set up now. Uh, and, you know, he can do so much more now that he's be- made a bit of money. He's got a lot of experience under his belt. He just wants to do more uh, and he feels really confident to make those business decisions. And I felt that we played a really important part uh, for them to be able to reach this space uh, where they had no experience whatsoever of running a development. And now they they feel confident running more, or running more than one at one particular time. So I think that was instrumental to do that and I was so humble doing that with them. Um, And I tell all my friends that, hey, I I helped a client through that. And Mm. like, I was personally really happy about it as well to make that life-changing impact um, um, on themselves, but also their generation to come. So it's wealth for life, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Uh, Good
0: segue. And I guess one of the other things I can think of with that client, because, um, yeah, I got the opportunity to work with them as well, uh, which is cool. But uh, I think the other thing he mentioned, the team, um, and, and I think one of the things we helped him do is identify the right partners, sort of the right advisors mm. he needed around, like legal and even sort of finance, that sort of thing, to be able to help pull it off. So,
1: um, yeah,
0: we're very cool. It's it's.
1: I'm sure you you would have had um, experiences like this where you can actually be proud and say, "Hey, like we helped them through it, and uh, you know, like they've done so well." Yeah. And you're actually very happy. So uh, I feel like you know how he said he's just the just the mechanic. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel in in that situation. Oh, we are just the accountant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the power of uh, getting the right team around you and getting the right people around you is. Uh, I think not given enough credit. It actually does make a really important or uh, big difference. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, that's it. And do any other clients come to mind where you've sort of seen massive transformation? And I know that you know, the, the lens we're looking through is a two-year window, which has been one of the most interesting yeah. <laughs> uh, ones in our in our lifetime. But yeah,
1: uh, yeah, and um, yeah. Um, there's, there's heaps, uh, there's heaps of, you know, business growth stories, but, um, something that, uh, we helped a client through a really rough patch, uh, was, um, this client that, um, had a really massive debt with the ATO when they came to us. So we did a look under the hood, um, with them. So look under the hood is essentially us looking at, uh, you know, what the previous accountants have done. And we actually found a lot of missed tax opportunities, uh, and the client was actually not aware uh, that he was paying that debt that could be essentially reduced to half. And, you know, when he came on board, he, he was like, he used to have sleepless nights. He was going under depression. So really in a bad mental space. And his wife uh, had, uh, he had lost his wife, I think, two three years. And his wife used to run the business. And that's why, like, he didn't know anything about the business. It was kind of given to him uh, when the wife passed away, and when they came on board, the first thing that we did with them was uh, actually cut the debt in half. So um, that was hundreds of
0: thousands of dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he was, if I can do the numbers, so he was at around four hundred thousand dollar ATO debt. We could uh, bring uh, manage to bring that down to two hundred. So that was a big win, right? (laughs) Uh, And such a sigh of relief for him. I remember he. Uh, he being so thankful and I had the best sleep that night, like just knowing that I could help someone sleep better and uh, you know uh relieve that pressure of someone is is a big deal. The ATO was after his tail they were um, they wanted you know their essentially their money uh from him, and then that was the first win, obviously he uh stayed on uh, as a client after that you know, he liked how we work and Every year that I, uh, you know, every time that we meet him and uh, speak to him, now he's moved to New Zealand. He still runs his business here in Australia, and it's it's a really cool business as well. He's grown so much through it. He's opened branch in New Zealand. He's opened a branch, another branch in Australia. Uh, he travels around Australia, New Zealand, and he's he's such a good control on his business now. And every time uh, I speak to him, he's like, "Thank you so much for your help." Like, you, he, he's really thankful um, that you know he's got his business back. He's got control of his business back. And I think six months ago or something, all the debt was paid off. So there's no ato debt anymore. He's ahead. Uh, you know, he's he's um, he already knows uh, what he has to save for, and he has a tax war chest and whatnot. And he's really old as well. Like he's not a young business owner. He's, um, I think, in his mid-60s or something, but still going and uh, wants to make this a legacy business. Um, and his motto is also helping the world, helping the community that he lives in. Just being a part of his journey and helping him through it has been amazing, Ooh. humbling, actually.
0: Yeah, no, very cool. Uh, is there maybe one more that you wanted to share, One, one transformation?
1: Yeah, I can do this all day. <laughs> I love it. it was, uh, one client uh, that actually uh, spoke to you Ben first um, uh, when he came on board, um, and then you h- help him implement the structure and whatnot, and then I came in to help. He was um, a software developer, um, yeah. not uh, not super big at that time when we were helping him through it, but he he was just so switched on. You know, he wanted to do big things. And then he's still doing it. He's, he's really cool. Uh, it's a business in Melbourne, uh, Victoria. And in the last two years, we've helped him, um, you know, his structure obviously has gotten complex because he's done so much um, bigger things and, you know, achieved so much in his business. But the biggest thing for him was how can he use or how can he generate more wealth for his family? Because he's really young. He's around maybe uh, early 30s. And two years fast forward, we've already helped him get into two properties, um, you know, and uh, how to cash flow plan for it. Uh, When he he joined, we actually set up a plan with him on how can he be there within the two years uh, to get into uh, these properties that he always wanted to. And uh, now everybody knows what's happening in the market. Uh, You know, the property values have gone uh, uh, pretty crazy. And he's so happy that he actually uh, made that decision to move uh, when he did, uh, because he actually bought the properties before they were going super high. So, you know, he's already sitting at a bit, bit of a wealth egg or uh, nest egg of properties, and he just plans to do more. And we've obviously, um, his business has grown uh, throughout the, that time. And as I said, like has, his structure has gone complex. He's doing things in the U.S, uh, in Australia, also in, I think he mentioned Russia. I don't know how that's going now, but he's grown massively as well. And as I said, uh, to be in that space, sharing that space, he's really smart, sharing that space with him. It's, it's been uh, phenomenal, and uh, helping someone achieve their dream of get, getting into their first home and then, you know, the home that they kind of wanted was such a big deal. And, and then on top of that, get an investment property at, you know, such an infancy stage of their business. I don't know. I shouldn't say infancy stage, but, uh, you know, there's that, uh, you, you, you run a business, you, you know, how Ben, you give give that example where the first few years, uh, uh, are <laughs> slow yeah. and then yeah. the growth kind <laughs> of, uh, Skyrockets! I think mm. he's at that space a stage now, and yeah, he's been doing well. Yeah, no,
0: fantastic. Uh, that's cool. And hey, um, you recently won the finalist award for Property Specialist of the Year. Yeah, and um I wanted to sort of touch on that before we wrap up. But um, yeah, you were you were kind of being uh, at the awards night. You were being put up against you know people where their business was property tax specialist. that yeah. was like the the name of their company. Um. So it's kind of cool to see that uh, that that was an an outcome for you. but did you want to sort of give some idea on like what what sort of experience you've had with property that um, maybe other other accountants, even in the the firm, because I think you' you've um, you've had that experience within the type of clients you work with. but um what what what's that sort of added expertise that you've gained over the last couple of
1: years? Yeah, so um, just a bit of background on the award. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I actually got the final um, finalist of the Australian Accounting Awards for a property specialist accountant. And yeah, like it was very nice uh, sharing that space with, as you said, so such experienced people. Some people had like thirty years of experience just in that, <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I, here I'm, here I am uh, with two years of accounting uh, property experience. And uh, sharing that space was pretty humbling with them, uh, and also a good pat on the back uh, to help us keep going. But in terms of property um, and you know helping clients. With that, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, first of all, I have a big interest in property. Even before I moved to Australia, not knowing, you know, the Australian industry, I always wanted to sort of get into property. Uh, And I used to uh, tell my uncle that, uh, you know, I don't want to pay someone else's rent. I'll just buy my own. Uh, And I didn't know at that time that as a student, it's very hard to get a loan. But um, I wanted to buy my own even before I moved to Australia and uh, throughout my study so that I'm not paying someone else's rent. So it's it's always been there, mm. that fire inside of me. And then when I got this space of you know uh, people trying to get into property and uh, people meaning my clients, and they're also ready financially, it's just mm. sometimes you've internalized a fear around property because it's a big decision. Mm. Uh, so the first thing was just exposing our clients to different uh, arenas of property. So one is property investment, which you know um, a, a lot of people do, and it's I wouldn't say easy, but uh, it's just uh, that can be done. a lot of people are doing it, so it's e- uh, easy to get into it. Uh, but the other expertise that um, actually I got uh, working with Ben quite a lot was uh, in property developments and. I don't know how Ben picked this up, but uh, he picked that I was interested in property, and uh, you know, uh, took me, uh, took me on this journey with him to learn all about property developments and how people can come together, develop a big property, use their SMSFs, and uh, how how much uh, of a power that has. It's just blown blown me away on how much can be done around property developments if you know, you have the right structure, you have the right people advising you and you're limited. <laughs> I, th- I feel sometimes we're just limited by our own beliefs. If you n- know what you want to achieve, there's almost every time a way that you can, uh, you know, do it. Either it be through your SMSF or getting more people involved because, uh, you know, properties um, at the end of the day um depends on the size. Uh, but if it's big, you can always have more people involved and still do the project. Mm. Um, and just structuring that right um is a big deal, is 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 a big one that I think now I've got a bit of experience in and I can really be confident in helping uh, our clients achieve it. Um margin scheme, uh as I said, suits. Um there's there's so much to it uh that I never knew that this existed, you know, there's uh, so many avenues that you you can explore to get into property developments um, and really um, fast track, uh, you know, your wealth creation journey. And with investments, I think the expertise there is, as I said, like exposing all of my clients to uh, what's out there? What decisions? What sort of what decisions you need to make, and also what sort of properties to look out for, and just being empathetic around it. Uh, you know, like as advisors, one decision might be very simple for us, but for for a client, for someone, it might be their first property, and they've got heaps of questions. Having empathy and you know answering all their questions in a way that they can actually be calm and. Make a informed decision. I feel is one thing that has helped a lot of my clients get into property, and you know the trust factor. Uh, you have to build trust, um, and I, I think I've, I'm at that point where I've built a lot of trust with my clients that I'm just trying to help them. Hey, like I'm I'm, I'm there to serve them uh, in any way possible, and uh, if that's property, then uh, we'll put a best step forward and. I think having that mindset is one of the key things uh, that maybe is my specialty. I don't know, <laughs> mm. but uh, uh, it's, it's been, it's been massive with my clients. Fantastic. Well, Hey, Goshan, thanks so much
0: for your time today. Um, mm. And I feel like, um, yeah, I can just sense that that care and that love you've got for your clients and um, you know, genuine fulfillment you get out of seeing them do well. Um, which is a, an admirable quality for an advisor. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, well done on your uh, success to date and
1: um, obviously into the future as well, mate. Thank you so much for, um, for what you do. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. And uh, just to wrap up, can I just mention that um, the the firm that you've created is, is really uh, well done, mate. Uh, And each, each one of us um, that comes here can attest to the fact that it comes from you and and the care factor that you have for each one of us is the reason why we can do that with our clients. Um, So uh, thank you. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you giving me the chance uh, to work at Inspire and, uh, you know, always being supportive uh, throughout, throughout the journey and if um if i can say if anybody's um you know listening to this and is um, intrigued or curious to know more uh please visit our website uh there's heaps of more information uh you can book a strategy call with me as well if you want help with uh, your business and yeah
0: we will call so. um, a link for a strategy call with gulshan in the um, show notes as well if you want to have a chat to him directly And can take it from there thanks again
1: thanks thanks ben cheers
0: hey thanks so much for listening if you'd like to get in touch with today's guests you can find their contact information in the show notes in the podcast section of our website at inspire.business. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the Young Family Small Business Podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Also, do join our Facebook community. You can find that by going to youngfamilysmallbusiness.com. And if you're interested in speaking with an Inspire accountant, head to inspire.business forward slash chat, where you can book a free 20-minute strategy call. And lastly, to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on my Instagram, uh, which is the at symbol, Ben Walker, C-A, or one word, or at inspire underscore accountants. Thanks again, and see you next time.